Hello, I'm Gary Fogel. Happy New Year and welcome to a brand new year of Kentucky Sports Memories. This week's show is about John Dodge. I'll explain who he is and his significance in just a moment. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. All right, we're going to talk a little baseball. And if you listen to this show on a regular basis, you know, a while back I did a show on Ray Chapman. He was from Ohio County in western Kentucky. Back in 1920, he was hit by a pitch in a Major League Baseball game. He played for Cleveland at the time, and he died due to those injuries. He is the only player in Major League Baseball history to die from injuries sustained in a game. Well, today and this week, my show is about John Dodge, also from Kentucky, from the Louisville area, and he played briefly in the majors, was a really good infielder, great with the glove, good with his hands, good arm. His problem was he struggled hitting. So he made it up to the majors and then sent back down to the minors. This was in the early 1900s, and his significance, other than being a good fielder, is he also died from an injury sustained in a game. It's interesting that two Kentuckians are significant in this area. Ray Chapman, the only Major League Baseball player to die from injuries sustained in a game. He was from Ohio County, and then John Dodge was the first player to die from injuries sustained in a game of a professional baseball player, but he did it in a minor league game. It was back in 1916. He was hit by a pitch while playing for the Mobile Seagulls. Again, minor league baseball. But we're going to talk about him this week because not only was he the first professional baseball player to ever die from injuries sustained in a game, again, a Kentuckian, but there was something significant that happened with him at the beginning of last month. And I want to talk about that this week and why it's a big deal. So I hope you'll be with me. We'll talk about John Dodge. I'm Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. This week we're talking about John Dodge, Kentucky native, and his significance in professional baseball. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson. You've probably never heard of John Dodge. Wouldn't really be any reason for you to. He is a professional baseball player, at least was a professional baseball player, back in the early 1900s from the Louisville area. He made it all the way up to the majors, played briefly in the majors, 
then demoted back down to the minors. He had problems hitting. That was his where the area where he struggled. Anyway, his significance in baseball is he is the first professional baseball player to ever die due to injuries sustained in a game. He was hit by a pitch in the head in a minor league baseball game back in 1916, and he died from that. That is his significance. And his story came to light recently because Chris Betch did some research on him. Chris Betch is a member for the Society of American Baseball Research, the Louisville chapter, which is known as the Pee Wee Reese chapter. And I'll talk more about that organization later in the week because you may want to become a part of it. But anyway, Chris Betch did his research, found out the significance of John Dodge, and wrote about him on their website, their uh, Society for American Baseball Research website. I recently talked to Chris Betch about this. A lot of people don't know his name. They don't know his story. Uh, John Dodge was, was not a, you know, a legend of Louisville baseball. He, uh, it's been a very short time. He's kind of in, in today's world, he'd almost be called a, a prospect bust. He came up at a very early age, um, lasted parts of two seasons in the majors, and then he went back to the minor leagues. So he was uh, playing in a game um, while playing for a team in Mobile in the minor leagues and uh, had a fastball kind of went a little wild, sailed in on him, and he, he kind of stepped into it, couldn't get out of the way, and uh, got beaten to the head. That was more than 100 years ago, but Chris and I had that conversation in a cemetery in early December. I'll explain the significance of that tomorrow. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Former Major League Baseball player, Kentucky native, John Dodge, got a special gift this Christmas season. It came more than 100 years after his death. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. John Dodge is a native Kentuckian, grew up in the Louisville area, and in the early 1900s, he made it to the major leagues in baseball. He didn't stay in the majors long. He was not a great hitter, outstanding fielder, great with the glove, quick hands, good arm, but struggled hitting. So after making it to the majors, he was sent back down to the minors. And while in the minor leagues in 1916, He was hit in the head by a pitch, and he was killed. He was the first professional baseball player to die from injuries sustained in a game. And in early December, I attended an event at Cave Hill Cemetery in Louisville where John Dodge was being given a gravestone. He had been buried, but no gravestone. And finally, a group called the Society for American Baseball Research the Louisville chapter, which is the Pee Wee Reese chapter, they raised funds to buy him a tombstone. They thought it was important. Ted Meyer is their chapter president, and on that day in early December, I talked to him at that event, 
where they dedicated the tombstone. Ted, why is this a big deal? This is a big deal because, um, to me, to a baseball fan, a major league player and a guy who was killed playing baseball was buried with an unmarked grave. And that just felt like it needed to be corrected. His parents would have had a marker there, but they both died before he did. And so there were no other family members and he was buried next to them, but without a grave, gravestone. So that's why it was important to us. And again, when he says us, he means the Louisville chapter of the Society for American Baseball Research, which you may want to get involved with. Maybe not that chapter, but another one. I'll talk about how you can do that tomorrow. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. And today, I'm going to tell you how you can become a researcher of professional baseball. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. This week, my topic has been John Dodge, a guy who grew up in the Louisville area, went on to play Major League Baseball, was sent down to the minors after playing a brief stint in the majors, and while in a minor league game in 1916, was hit in the head by a pitch, and he died from that injury. First player in professional baseball to ever die from an injury in a game. He was being researched by the Louisville chapter for the Society of American Baseball Research. They uh, looked into his career, but also that he was in a grave at Cave Hill Cemetery in Louisville, but it was an unmarked grave. It had no tombstone. So they raised money to purchase a tombstone for him, and it was unveiled back in early December. And I thought you might be interested in a little more information about the Society for American Baseball Research because you can join them. They're always looking for members. They have a chapter in Louisville and they have a chapter in Lexington. And you don't have to live in one of those areas to be a member. If you want to find out more about them, you can go to sabr.org. And then up at the uh, top right-hand corner, you can click on Join a Chapter. Then the next page will pop up. You click on South, and that will take you to the two organizations in Kentucky. The one in Lexington is called the Sweet Lou Johnson chapter. Lou Johnson was born in Lexington back in 1934, and he died in October of last year at age 86. He played eight years in the major leagues as an outfielder, had a 258 lifetime batting average. The Louisville chapter is called the Pee Wee Reese chapter, and you probably no doubt have heard of Pee Wee Reese from the Louisville area, was a terrific shortstop for the Brooklyn Dodgers, now in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Anyway, they're always looking for members, so I thought it would pass that along, sabr.org, Society for American Baseball Research. You might want to check them out. I'll be back with you tomorrow to wrap up this week. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. 
Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. And today, what I think, some interesting baseball trivia. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the fun. This week, I've talked to you about John Dodge, who grew up in the Louisville area, made it to Major League Baseball briefly, struggled with his hitting, sent back down to the minors, and in a minor league game in 1916, he was hit in the head by a pitch, died from that injury, first professional baseball player to ever die from an injury sustained in a game. Then in 1920, Ray Chapman, who was born in Ohio County in western Kentucky, was playing in a major league game, playing for Cleveland. He was hit in the head by a pitch, and he died from those injuries. The only player in major league baseball history to die from injuries sustained in a game. So two Kentuckians hit in the head by a pitch, one in the minors, one in the majors, and both died from those injuries. That was back when players did not wear batting helmets. And it was more than 20 years later when players started wearing batting helmets. I talked to Mike Sowell about that. He's a retired sports writer from Oklahoma, and he wrote a book about the Ray Chapman incident, and he talked to me about when batting helmets first came into play in Major League Baseball. And I believe Pee Wee Reese was the first player to go up to the plate wearing a batting helmet in a Major League game. and He did that in 1941. And so a few players in the 40s started wearing some protective headgear, and in early 1950s, they mandated that all players had to wear some kind of protective headgear when they batted, with the, the exception of Ted Williams, who didn't want to wear one of these uh, batting helmets. And so Williams was grandfathered in that he didn't have to wear a batting helmet. So he was the last player to play Major League Baseball without ever wearing a batting helmet. Was he the only one grandfathered in? Yes, uh, well, he was the only one who demanded that he be that that be done, you know, and he had enough clout as a superstar that they accommodated him. Kentucky native Pee Wee Reese, the first to wear one. Ted Williams, baseball great, the last not to wear one. That'll do it for the shows this week. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories.